Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Friday, February 26th on the Locked On Coyotes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Rob Leonio. Here for this wonderful Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. How you doing? I hope you uh, all had a uh, a pretty good week. I know I had a pretty I know I had a pretty decent week. Started off with uh, National Margarita Day. Uh, you know, can never complain. That's a way to start start uh start the last week of February. Um, but you know, other than that, lots of good things coming up. You know, you know, two fantastic comebacks for the Arizona Coyotes over the uh, over the Anaheim Ducks. You know, those uh, coming back from three nothing deficits. So. You know, good stuff, promising stuff for Arizona. And now they have their next challenge ahead of them. It's the final two games of their homestand. This time, they are set to host the Colorado Avalanche tonight as well as tomorrow night. Uh, we, In just a sec, we will introduce our guest for to the show, or our, I would say more of a crossover because I was more of a guest for them, uh, with uh, our friends over at Locked On Avalanche. And uh, you'll find out that... Uh, our crossover was more than just a uh, regular crossover for Coyotes and Avalanche, and you'll find more. You'll learn more about that in just a second. But uh, you know, you know, we you'll find we had a pretty good conversation. You know, going back and forth on some of the stuff we need to figure out between uh, Colorado and uh, and Arizona and what to expect. Um, you'll hear that uh, uh, the uh, Chris for uh, for Lockton Avalanche says you know he he doesn't think the Avalanche are that. Or you know they're having some struggles themselves as a team, and you know they uh, they're on a two-game losing streak right now. So you know who knows if uh, you know that will play it into effect on this upcoming game, as well as looking forward, looking to the uh, the same thing going for Arizona. You know, it, you know they just had you know yeah they had their two comebacks, but um, you know what kind of momentum can they bring off of that? And uh, you know, especially with those teams, the, the comeback being up against the Anaheim Ducks of all teams. So a lot to get into once again on this on this show. Uh but first a couple things that we did I do want to address. And it's more of and it's more of really a uh just a uh bit of a stat a stat sheet to to put out regarding uh the uh previous night the previous game from Wednesday just uh for you guys to know that uh, Oliver Ekman Larson had, had officially passed Keith Yandel for the most assists in by a defenseman in uh, Arizona Coyotes history. That's at 247 assists. So congratulations to Oliver Ekman Larson on uh, on that uh, on that milestone. But now coming up to uh, this weekend. Uh well let's just say you know this is a pretty healthy team a lot of the a lot most of the players most of the starting players are back uh, I can't really think of those who are not um uh, Darcy Kemper was not injured in case anyone who was still uh still was wondering uh, I don't think anyone is still wondering at this point but if you were one of the few that probably were still wondering why he got pulled it was just a momentum shift he got um and he just went to the locker room just because it's not like you know, so uh, he's fine. Antiranta could be good enough for this week, just in case they need him. 
Um, I mean, who knows if it matters anyways, because if you saw the performance Aiden Hill had, you know, we'll, <laughs> uh, the Coyotes are fine in that no matter what. Um, but it should be in for an interesting matchup. Um, I'll be excited because, again, this is the first time the two teams have been play, will play each other since that playoff run. The one that where uh, Colorado had, you know, skated circles around Arizona. And, you know, Arizona only put on, like, you know, nine shots in the game, which is something you can't do. And um, so we'll see, you know, what kind of, of effort that the teams can put on. But and the thing is that, you know, six months later, almost seven months later, these are two different teams now. Like, you know, uh, still some lingering, of course, you know, lots of core players still remain intact, but it's, you know, you know, on the surface and, and just, you know, in, you know, within depth wise, you know, these teams, you know, look quite different in many ways. So we'll uh, should, but again, still should be in, in for an interesting matchup. I'm looking forward to it, but, you know, I don't want to delay any much more time. I want to go ahead and turn to the conversation that we had with Lockdown Avalanche. But first, I want to talk to you guys about BetOnline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time bet odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline even has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. And in case you guys are wondering, American Hockey League is also on there. I heard, you know, I talked a bit briefly about that with Jason Hernandez earlier this week. And that's a rabbit hole that I'm not willing to go down. Maybe you guys are. Maybe you guys want to bet on, uh, you know, on a bunch of other random hockey leagues or whatever that they have on there. Or, you know, again, they have they have it all. Go ahead and check it out yourself. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up for a free account today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Only All you need to do to do that is use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive, again, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. And like we've been saying all week, a special crossover episode today for multiple reasons. And joining me, I think for the first time, yeah, the first time from the Locked On Coyotes podcast rob leano rob how's it going sir uh not too bad you know i i can't really say the thing about the coyotes the last week but you know i i had a i had a pretty i had a pretty decent uh pretty decent week so far yeah i mean this is gonna be an interesting conversation because i feel like our teams are kind of like mimicking each other right now and um it's it's not a position the avalanche want to be in um, and I'm sure the Coyotes are probably looking for a little bit of revenge after the uh, exit they had in the, the playoffs last year. Uh, but we'll get into all that stuff. But the reason why we're doing this crossover is, yeah, the Avalanche and Coyotes are playing a back-to-back. I think it's just a two-game set, right? Is yeah, this, it should, yeah. Should, should just be two games. Yeah, and, and it's a back-to-back on Friday and Saturday. And Saturday just happens to be Rob and my birthday. We share a February 27th birthday. So 
Uh, I mean, we're recording this a few days earlier, but uh, a early happy birthday to you, sir. And, you. and so what year were you born? 97. Oh, my God. I have so much. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. I, 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 I tell this like anytime people have me on and something like that, it's like, Jesus, you're young. And I'm like, oh, yeah, man. I know. Dude, I, I, I am entering uh, a new decade come Saturday because uh, I was born in 81. So, yeah, I, I am. I'm hitting the 40s. Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that seems like it's, a, 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 you know, a mile away for you or 100 miles away for you at, at your oh, stage. Yeah. Especially for me, like it's. The, the joke I, people make like for, you know, college age kids is like, you know, I just want to reach 25 and I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget it. Like for some reason, when I turned 26, I don't know why. I, well, I do know why I was 26. I just felt like that was on the downside of my 20s and I needed to start like acting like an adult. And I didn't for another few years until I got to like the 30s. Uh, but the forties are just like, I don't know what to do anymore. I feel like if I move a certain way, like I might like, can I start complaining that I might break a hip or something when I turn 40? <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. So, I mean, do you do anything? Do you have any traditions on your, on your birthday or not really? I mean, it's, it's, it's usually a toss up the, the last few years I've, I'll go out, have a dinner with friends and then. Go bar hopping because in Tucson there is like a million bars, so we'll just go to as yeah. many as we can, just try something new. Right. There's a chance that I haven't had, I haven't gone to a bar that I went to the previous year, so I was like, all right, let's go try this one. Okay, that's cool. Not, I mean, we're on opposite ends of the country, so I mean, how how are how is it being handled this whole coronavirus? Are you will you be able to do that this year or no? Partially, um, <laughs> it, some bars will be more like so. Being in a college town, the a lot of the bars I would go to would have a lot more people. I I don't see that happening this time. I'm probably going to be like the only person in there. Okay, like, maybe with the exception of like a friend or two, <laughs> and then we'll just like it's like all right, we'll we had a good run at this one. We'll just go to the next, and then right. It's yeah, it's it's different. It's definitely going to be different. It will be different. But uh, kind of segueing into, you know, the games coming up a, uh, you know, a friend of mine through the Avalanche channels who runs a uh, Instagram uh, Avalanche page. He is going to, I think, the Saturday game. So the Coyotes are letting people back in, apparently. Yeah, they are. Uh, I think. It's about 3,000 fans or so allowed okay. in out of a capacity of like 18,000. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, like yeah, 20% or whatever the capacity number is. Is that ongoing right now or is that starting like this weekend? Uh, it's been going on. Oh, it has. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. More and more teams are starting to do that. I know the Rangers are doing it, I think, soon, right? maybe this week. So maybe things will open up there. They haven't done it in Denver yet, but um, – you know, if they're doing it in Arizona, it's not that far away. So uh, hopefully soon they will be doing it. I mean, Arizona is also a very lax state. They've not cared about this <laughs> for a while now. So so it's no surprise that the doors are somewhat open. Yeah, it does not surprise me one bit. All right. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about some avalanche and some coyotes. So 
What is the kind of consensus on how Arizona has done so far this season? Are fans happy? Are they uh, expecting uh, more? Or is this kind of uh, what they expected them to do? Or do they feel like they're overachieving in some sort of way? It's it's funny because it depends on who I ask. Because a lot of people always will say how inconsistent this Coyotes team is. It's like, oh, yeah, they're meeting expectations. And then, we, then the very next day, you know, for another game afterwards, it's just like, oh, man, this team sucks. <laughs> um, it doesn't surprise me with that case. But uh, I will say in general, I think uh, the, uh, you know, the fans and just, you know, people around here are pretty happy with how the Coyotes have been performing, you know, some of their down, down parts aside. Um, you know, they... There are several people that say that the Coyotes are in a position to fight for that fourth and final playoff spot, you know, when that part of the season ends up coming in. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they have a talented team. It's a young team, but it's a talented team based off what I saw against the Blues and, you know, a couple other games. And yeah, this team has that potential. And I think everyone else agrees with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, they. They, they seem, I mean, what are they right now? They're 19 points. And I know we have to go off points percentage for this season, but you know, you still, you're still going to look at points. Um, and let's see. I mean, the avalanche do have three games in hand on them. So they are technically tied in terms of points. Um, but it's the same for the avalanche right now. It's like a Jekyll and Hyde type of season where the games that they get off to a good start, they look really good for the duration of that game and the games where they don't uh, they don't look good. And as we're recording this, both of our teams are losing at the moment Um, and the avalanche are playing one of those games where they don't look good. So you don't know what you're going to get right now with the avalanche uh, game by game. And they lost their game prior to the the game Wednesday against uh, Minnesota that they happen to be playing right now as we're recording. Uh, and they have not lost back-to-back all season. They're in danger of doing that right now. Uh, by the time people hear this, obviously you will know if they have or not. But, yeah, it's the same thing. It's it's you don't know what you're going to get out of this team on a day-by-day basis. And is that kind of similar to what Arizona is going through? Yeah, and, you know, uh, I'll, and I'll say this, you know, the Coyotes, unlike the Avalanche, they have lost a couple back-to-backs. The only <laughs> okay. thing is – with that, I'll say is after losing a back to back, they will have like a phenomenal stretch of like you know three four games that are really good. And I'll look and I'll point to you know the end of the their series against Vegas and then through the series the first series against Anaheim, beginning of uh, the series against St. Louis, not great. And then they went on like a three three game winning streak or uh, mm-hmm. I'll even say this, a five-game point streak, and I was like, wow, this team is good. Yeah. And then they go and lose two straight to the <laughs> to the Kings, and you're just like, what the? <laughs> so, yeah, they're, they are that kind of team where you don't know what to expect on really any given day, but if they are on a – if they go on a couple games losing streaks or a couple bad stretches, then they'll go on like five games of really good. Don't you feel like that's the that's true for this – division for this season um every, everybody was saying you know the those five teams are going to be fighting for that fourth spot 
the way the standings are right now, that's true. I mean, obviously anything can happen the way Colorado is up and down. Who really knows? Um, but, you know, you have Los Angeles who has won five in a row. Um, Minnesota who has won three in a row. And again, we're recording this on Wednesday night. So if things change by then, sorry. But um, you have after Vegas at one with 23, St. Louis at two with 22, uh, Colorado, L.A., and Arizona all have 19, and then Minnesota's right behind them with 18. And you have kind of the Sharks and the Ducks who are doing Sharks and Ducks things. But uh, Anaheim or San Jose is not that far behind. I don't think people really expect them to make a run. But any of those teams, the Kings, the Coyotes, the Wild. They can surprise. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of people were, were saying this division is maybe the weakest division. Um, but that's why you have to let it play out because – yeah, I mean, I think a lot. Of, do you think a lot of people maybe counted Arizona out because of the way they played against Colorado um, in the playoffs? And that's not really a fair judgment because you know it's a different team right now than it was then. Yeah, that's one. Uh, that's one thing that I think people were counting the Arizona out. Two is everyone always counts Arizona out every year. <laughs> and and three, it's they look at the roster like. And they're like, they don't have a superstar. You know, they don't have a Connor McDavid. They don't have a Nathan McKinnon. They don't have those guys. You know, like who yeah. like who in who in Arizona are we supposed to pay attention to? And then there's, you know, little on me over it on the podcast telling everybody, guys, pay attention to Connor Garland. You yeah. will love him by the end of the season. And <laughs> so far, I have been loving the uh the performance he's been giving. So it's making me look good on trying to t- trying to hype him up. Right. And that's what I was going to ask you next. Like who, obviously he's, he, he's arrived, uh, kind of, he, he's playing exceptionally well. Um, who else on this team are, are you looking at that you expected to play the way that they're playing and maybe like some surprise guys that have come maybe out of nowhere or, or, or guys that have been given that opportunity or taking advantage of it. Well, I'll tell. Uh, I'll say the uh, the entire top line for the uh, Coyotes, which has been coined the short leash line, um, <laughs> where it's that one's Connor Garland, uh, Nick Schmaltz, and Clayton Keller. You know, those three guys I expected to have good seasons, because um, you know, you know Keller has you know he's just coming off a solid last season. You know, offensively, uh, you know Schmaltz the same thing. When I saw them all three get all three of them together, I was like, okay, I think they can do good stuff. Uh, likewise, Christian Dvorak, yeah, uh, he was been on like a n- number of point streaks every now and then, and just somehow becomes like a god every game or another. <laughs> okay, players that, and then players that are like a player, for example, who has not had the opportunities. He still looked okay. I'm not you know, not not putting him putting bad on anything, but. He's had so many opportunities, but hasn't capitalized. Is Lawson Kraus? Uh, he's you know he has a number of assists. He doesn't have a single goal registered yet, mm-hmm. and uh, he's come close. I want to say like fifteen times, where he, <laughs> and all those fifteen times, I think he hit the post. Oh god! So that's he's having that kind of a season. Right. And I feel bad for him, but yeah. Uh, but again, he's one of those guys that just isn't taking enough of the opportunity with the line that he's on, um, especially because he's alongside Christian Dvorak. And before with Tyler Pitlick, but I think, you know, at the time of this recording, you know, he is uh, skating with Phil Kessel. So maybe that helps him. Okay. All right. 
And what do the Coyotes do? Like, how's their specialty? Like, how's their penalty kill? How's their uh, power play? Because uh, right now the Avalanche are on a bad streak when it comes to them being on a power play. Um, They were insanely hot early in the season. That has slowly diminished. So will will they be up against a uh, a penalty-killing unit that is – towards the top or towards the bottom or somewhere in the middle. I haven't really looked up where Arizona uh, is. They're better than average. Uh, I'll say they, I mean, they, they do a pretty solid job at killing penalties. Um, and again, I think, you know, at the time, you know, while recording this, you know, I, I was just listening to the game on the radio and I heard a couple power play goals go by from Anaheim against, uh, against the Coyotes. So, you know, they, they let some bad ones through, but this is also a penalty kill that somehow manages to score goals still like not really? as often as they use not as often as they used to like i remember yeah. a couple years ago they were like the lethal penalty kill somehow for some way they'd always get pen, you know shorthanded goals mm-hmm. it's really? now just you know in the mix every now and then so i'll say they're uh just in general their special teams are just right around average okay i, I think that might be too good for colorado right now a- average is too good uh, we, we need someone that is not good on uh, the penalty killer because I don't know what's going on with Colorado. They just, with all of that talent that they have on their top power play line, they just cannot seem to get anything through the net. It's it's a real struggle right now. Um, so what do you anticipate for these two games? Do you think uh, they will split? Do you think Colorado will take both? Do you think Arizona will take both? I assume because you host a uh, Coyotes podcast, you don't dare say they will lose both. I wouldn't expect you to say that, but uh, how do you expect these games to play out over the weekend? I think really a lot of that depends on the the mindset that they go in because I'll, I'll say this. Uh, when they went into the series against Vegas, this team was not confident in any way, and you know they – Lot they won one of four games against them, not good. You yeah. know the team against the Blues super confident and they win four of seven. Um, so yeah, they they played that they played a seven game series, right? Yeah, that what is oh, man. That? I was I was I was tired back after after that. <laughs> I was really tired after that. I was like, oh, that's that's enough at the Blues. That's I was, insane. I I like you know when the season schedule was released, I didn't go through every single team. I mean, I'm sure you did. Did you look at that? And we were, it was like, that can't be true. That That's a, that's a misprint or something. It, it wasn't originally scheduled that way. Oh, it wasn't. Okay. No, right. no, it was, it was uh, two games against the blues scheduled and then two games against Minnesota and then two games against Colorado and then the right. two games against the blues. Okay. But because of the min, because of the Minnesota and Colorado COVID problems that week. It was the Minnesota COVID problem. It wasn't the Colorado. Okay. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> Yes, okay. We'll get yeah. we'll get that way. But because of those <laughs> because of the scheduling problems surrounding Minnesota and COVID. Right. They're like, "All right, well we can't play games." So they're like, "All right. So the Colorado and Minnesota games will postpone till later." Uh and they're like well, we don't want to have you wait, you know, 10 days till your next game. So Arizona and uh, and St. Louis, do you want to play two more in in St. Louis? They're like, 
sure. And then wow. we'll play two. And then the next two games we were against were supposed to be, you know, at Arizona and, you know, with St. Louis again. Like, you know what? You guys are already playing six games. So let's just add a seventh because why not? So are they done for the season? Because I mean, there's most, one more. There is one more game. Okay. I think it's like wow. mid next month, but yeah. Wow. But, that That's, that's amazing. But, uh, yeah, but to what I was getting at, though, you know, they looked super confident against that Blues team, and yeah. and I didn't expect that because you know, I, you know, the Blues are a good team. Yeah, and so I was like, okay, well, let's see how. And then, like, if they play, if this is a new confidence team, having them play seven games in a row, then let's see how they do against the Kings and the Ducks, which so far has not played well, not gone well. All right. How have they been? Because the one thing uh, the Avalanche have run into last year and continuing on to this year is injuries. Um, they they're 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 more healthy right now than they have been over the last two seasons. They still have a couple guys out, but they'll take a couple guys out compared to almost half their roster. It seemed like uh, at many points during the last couple seasons. Are the Coyotes running into any injury issues or COVID issues? I know that you just listed why they played St. Louis so many times, but that was kind of out of their hands, right? I mean, yeah. they, have have they been kind of spared in the injury slash COVID area so far? Uh, I think, yeah, so far they've done a pretty solid job with in regards to the COVID situation. I don't think any player has been put on COVID protocol and if so it might have been like someone on the taxi squad so it's like yeah okay we're fine um injury wise earlier in the season they were not they had they had several injuries uh you know they had they missed all of Rickman Larson for about a month um he returned midway through the blue series yeah I saw he um, only play, he's only played like eight games so far so I was assuming that was injury yeah, so okay. uh, Nicholas uh, Nicholas Dromerson missed a few games, um, but but for the most part, everyone's pretty healthy. The only question mark, and I'll say, is because he could be health. It seems like he could be healthy enough for this weekend. Is backup goaltender Anti Ranta? Okay, um, but he's been out for a bit with an upper body injury. But other than that, Arizona's been a pretty healthy team. Okay, you're you're looking out there. So all right. Um... Yeah, man, I think it's going to be a, a entertaining series because there's two teams that are closer together than I thought they would be. Um, and I think, you know, uh, Arizona seems, I think they're playing a little bit better than Colorado is right now, if I'm being honest. So uh, I think this could be a entertaining couple of games. And they should have already played a couple, like you said, but got canceled. So these are the first two games between these two teams. So it's nice to see a, a fresh face because of the way this season is. Uh, and we're almost into March, and this is the first couple of games that we have against, uh, I guess, a brand new team so far because it's not you know your typical season. So um, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun, and interesting. I, I can't, you know, I, I kind of put you on the spot to pick who you think was going to win. I can't say one way or another the way the Avs are playing. Uh, Arizona's got a real shot at taking both of these if Colorado can't figure things out, but they're they have all the talent in the world. So they could also say, you know, get really ticked off on how they've been playing and take both of them. Anything is possible this weekend is kind of the, the idea I'm going for here. Yeah. So, yeah. And like, and, and likewise, you know, Arizona can very well be that team to 
you know play up to, up or down to the competition like if they perceive the avalanche as you know of a threat that was during the playoffs then they will come out with that kind of firepower right. and right. they you know i could say, I, I could see them getting both although my uh, my again my 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 personal opinion i think this will be a split series it'll but. be a split yeah yeah and and the, the other side of it is the you said the backup goaltender for arizona could be there in Antiranta, but uh, the backup goalie for Colorado will not be there um, in Pavel Francouz. He's been out all year. There, I, I don't even really know who their backup goalie is right now because I think he is even injured. Uh, so you're going to be getting a third string, possibly fourth string goalie for one of those two games. So could it be a split? Absolutely, it could be a split. So we shall see. So, all right, Rob, uh, that'll be it. So I, I appreciate you. I'd say coming up. Go one ahead. more thing before, yeah, go ahead. before we go. Yeah. I want to say that, uh, be, be thankful that we, that, uh, for Saturday's game, that the coyotes are blessing you guys with those wonderful purple reverse. Retros. Oh, they are. Okay. I Every don't... Saturday home game, during February and March, they will be wearing those reverse retros. That's how they're doing it every Saturday home game for February and March. For February and March, okay. So because I don't like how Colorado did it, they they're playing. They, they did two games against Vegas. They're doing two games against Anaheim, and then they're doing another two games against Vegas. So they're wearing them six times against two teams. Uh, I I I like that better. The the Saturday home game thing. Um, I like those things, man. I, <laughs> I, I like. I'm like super close to buying one for myself. I, I was going like, to ask you if you had I, gotten one. I don't have the money yet, but like, like, and if I do, I was like, all right, do I get the rever- the Coyotes reverse retro jersey? Yeah. Or do I get a maybe like a maintenance repair part for my car? It's more <laughs> important. <laughs> uh, the jersey is obviously more important, man. I mean, <laughs> especially with how awesome they look. <laughs> I, I i was even considering getting one they're so cool so uh that'll be good though we get to see them in the in the flesh that's awesome all right cool all right man uh good luck this weekend uh and again happy birthday this weekend thank you as well i appreciate that um and enjoy your your youth right <laughs> while you can uh, my yeah my i'm living my 20s as best i can i bet you are uh, all right, guys, uh, we'll be now we're going to call it a show. How about that? So that's going to be it for today. So uh, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the the games against Arizona. And uh, we'll see everybody on Monday. Have a good weekend. Thanks to Chris of Locked On Avalanche for uh, for being a great uh, crossover guest or, you know, crossover host on the uh, Locked On uh, Avalanche and Locked On Coyotes podcast, uh, and uh, wishing him a uh, happy birthday to him tomorrow. Um, as again, as you heard on the episode, that him, I, him, and I share a birthday, so uh, I'll be celebrating tomorrow as well. You know, watching the Coyotes and their beautiful reverse retro jerseys, like you heard me mention before. Another Saturday, wearing those gorgeous purples, I absolutely love them. So uh, we will uh, wrap things up today. Thanks, everyone, for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe if you get to already. We are available everywhere we get. You, know, you get your podcasts. 
Um, and don't forget to uh, check us out on social media. I am at Rablianio1 and at LO underscore Coyotes. So you can go ahead and uh, uh, interact with us, and we can we, we will send you either you know tweet back at you, message you back, or answer a question that you have. Um, maybe even those questions that you have might be answered on a future episode of the podcast, um, especially if it's a question that we think that might be relevant to a lot of other fans here. So don't be afraid to ask questions because chances are someone else has the same question and uh, it will be podcast worthy. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys stay safe. Hope you guys are staying healthy. Have a good weekend and don't forget to howl on. We'll be right back.